It's time to wake up, witches. I'm your host, Kat Adams, and I'm here to remind you that no matter where you're at in life, you're not stuck. What is up today, witches? I have a controversial topic to cover today, but before that, I just want to say I still have not gone on vacation, still have not left. I leave this Friday, and I can't freaking wait. I need a break so bad because I believe last episode I talked about how I finally got that promotion. And then last week, I won an award that was totally unexpected, um, and that made me feel super, super amazing. But that just goes to show you that I've been busting my ass, and I need this vacation. So I'm counting down the days. Sunday today, so we got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I am on the plane and out of here, bitches. I can't freaking wait. And so I was thinking about (sighs) vacations. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have the perfect topic for a podcast, but it's going to be the next topic because I'm hearing more and more about trad wife life and I have to tackle it. If you don't know what a trad wife is, so trad wife stands for traditional wife. So think back like in 1950s, mostly in the Western world, mostly for white privileged women who got to stay at home and do traditional gender roles. So let me pull up the correct definition of what a trad wife is, but it's pretty much that. It says, trad wives is a subculture of housewives who believe in clear gender roles, the importance of homemaking, and a patriarchal marriage, according to many women who self-identify as trad wives. So think about homemakers who are cooking, cleaning, submitting to their husband, and their husband goes out and does all the work. You know, they have food on the table, stay-at-home moms, like a stay-at-home mom, but it's kind of like even kicked up a notch because you're going back to that whole uh, being submissive and being a servant thing. So my immediate reaction when I heard that trad wife is coming back and I heard that trad wife is trending was puke. Hell no. How did we get there? Oh my gosh. But then I started looking into it and I'm going to give you my thoughts on this because I've lived both sides. I do consider, I think me used to be, when, back in the day when I was married to first husband, my abuser, I was a homemaker. And I think I could define that as a trap wife. I was very submissive and I was basically a servant. Fast forward to today, nothing like that, independent woman. So I think I can kind of talk about both sides of the coin And I don't want to come off judgy, even though I said, ew, puke, because yeah, ew, puke, dudes, come on, come on. Try not to get bitchy about this, but (laughs) it is what it is. I know a lot of people are mad. They're like, oh my gosh, you're taking feminism back several years and yada, yada, yada. And we do, 
Women, we do. We erase so many years of progress all the time. Could this be one of those things? Maybe, but I kind of understand. I kind of understand and I get it. I get it why women are wanting this. And so let me explain to you my personal experiences with this. People want to hop on the trad wife trend and demonize it because I believe women are fucking tired. Women want to be taken care of. And they think, a lot of them think, okay, well, I can stay at home all day. And yes, they know how horrible it is having to juggle a million things when you stay at home. I firmly believe it is much harder job staying at home and taking care of the kids than going out to work. But combine the two, having to work and do all the, the domestic labor and child rearing is just, I mean, you, you age like super, super fast. It's ridiculous. That to me is the hardest. But having lived all of that, women want to be taken care of. And back in the day when I was married to my abuser, I had a really good friend. She was not from here. She was from a different culture. And any time I, it was before I broke out to me being me who I am now. And I was very submissive housewife, trad wife. I would say things like, you know, I want to be independent. I want my own money because when you're a trad wife, and we're going to relate this to abuse here in a minute. When you're a trad wife, you're not independent. You do not have your own money. You're going to be stuck. You are going to be stuck. I was stuck. And I would say things to this friend. Let's just call her Carol. I would say things to Carol like, you know, I want to be independent and I want my own money so I can make my own decisions. And she would tell me flat out, you're stupid. Now, needless to say, I said I had a friend, past tense. We are not friends anymore because I used to allow people to treat me like this. Not anymore. But she would flat out tell me, you're stupid. The man is supposed to go out there and make the money and pay for everything. You're just, you're an idiot. And I was always like, why? Why can't I do things for myself? Why do I have to depend on a man? And so she would tell me, she was very anti-feminist because she'd say feminist is what made us have to go to work, and I just want to sit at home and and do nothing, basically. But we all know that's not true, especially if you have uh, children. Housewives are not sitting at home doing nothing. And I hear this a lot. And there's a recent comedian on Netflix. She was hilarious. She also tackled this about how she wants to marry a rich husband, and most women do want to marry a rich husband. This is, you know, the sentiment she was talking about, how because we don't want to go to work and poop at work. All right, I get it. It was a comedy special. It was freaking hilarious. And I totally agree. No one wants to poop at work. You're much more comfortable pooping at home. But also, I I know it was a comedy special and it was supposed to be funny and how about, you know, women are progressive now and we we're in we're working and we really want to go back. So, I know it's probably tongue in cheek, but it's a real thing that I've heard from a lot of women. They want to shit on feminism because they think feminism made them go out and work all the time. Then they have to come home and do the domestic labor. That's not feminism's fault at all. You are perfectly capable of making your own choices. But when you are stuck at home, you don't have a choice once you're financially dependent on someone else. 
So no, I do not agree with not wanting to be financially independent and thinking all women should shut their mouth about wanting to be independent and wanting to be progressive and wanting to have equal stay in the relationship because we're hurting the women who want to stay at home and have a rich husband to take care of them. I mean, come on. And I get it. Again, I get women who think that way because they are tired. They're tired. They don't want to go poop in the office. They don't want to have to answer to a boss. They don't want to have to get dressed every day and go to work. They just want to be taken care of. But there is a danger that we are forgetting when we give that up. When we give up our independence and we romanticize like a 1950s housewife error. By the way, those housewives were so fucking depressed. They were on so much medication. I'm sure many women are still today, but back then you need to look it up. That was a thing. And also women back then didn't even have hardly any rights. I think, what was it, 1970s we finally got our bank account? All right, I'm going off on a tangent. What I'm saying is let's not romanticize how it truly feels to be a trad wife and cook and clean all day and rub your husband's feet when he comes home and be a servant to him. Involuntary servitude is a thing. It actually happens. Like I said, I work in human trafficking and I see this all the time. I actually see people being trafficked to become servants in the home. So let's not romanticize this shit that's just like, I was born to do this. It's okay you don't want to stay at home and take care of your children and to you know take care of your husband and play that role. That's fine. But let's not romanticize it. And let's also be mindful about how we talk about it and how we need to have a backup plan if shit hits the fan and you are in that position. That's my take on the trad wife, Trent. For instance, back to financial shit, because that's how you're going to be stuck in this relationship. If you do not have a job or you do not have a financial backup plan for yourself and your husband, who you've been submissive to and you've loved him all your life and y'all are, you know, work on this team and he goes out and he's working and you're home and you're cooking his dinner and you have his robe to put on him when he goes through the door, like he's just king of the castle and you have nothing to fall back on financially. He gives you an allowance. You depend on him for money. What happens when he wants to walk out? What happens when he finds a new trad wife? What happens if he dies? What is your backup plan to take care of yourself and your children? And this is where domestic abuse comes in because if you don't know what financial abuse is, go back a couple of episodes. I, I talked about it, but it is so easy to keep someone in a shitty situation in a toxic relationship through financial abuse. And this was the biggest red flag that popped up in my head when I heard trad wife, because you're going to be tied to this person financially in many ways, but financially is the biggest. Don't ever depend on someone else for money. If I've learned anything, anything in being in a 15-year abusive marriage, do not depend on a man, woman, anybody for money. You have to take care of yourself and your children 
financially. You have to have your foot in the door at a job or a bank account. Like I said, in case shit hits the fan, otherwise you are going to be stuck. And it's great to think, oh no, that's not going to happen to me. My husband loves me, blah, blah, blah. But let's get real here. Okay. We don't ever know what's going to happen. And it's better to be prepared. So if you are interested in this whole trad wife stuff going on, please have a backup plan for yourself. And it didn't take long for me to research trad wife before I found that, oh, the ultra right wing Nazi men incels are honing in on this and pushing it now. I wonder why. If you're interested in this, you need to be careful about the man you're dating because if they're pushing it, they're probably going to be an abuser. If if a man wants his wife at home, in the kitchen, cooking with no equal uh, decision-making or uh, keep her strapped for cash, giving her an allowance and him making the decisions, to me, that is a red flag because that's we just went through the whole power and abuse bill. That's on there, man. That's on there. And I saw one of the trad wives in the TikTok video. I was like, well, yeah, you know, abuse, but that's why you have to be careful who you date and who you marry. Oh, God, let me tackle that one. I was about to say something really mean, like, you know, blow it out your asshole. But come on, blow it out your asshole. Because women who marry abusers don't always know they're abusers, first of all. Look up love bombing. These people are Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Had. Like, you a lot of the times they do not know. They may have some kind of suspicion that something's off. But unfortunately, a lot of women aren't even educated on abuse, myself included. I didn't even know what was happening until it was too late. So this whole, oh, be careful who you date because yeah, then you could, no, come on. That's not real either. Women can get into shitty marriages. Women can get into shitty partnerships. Women get get in shitty relationships and then they just get stuck. It's not like, oh, he's an abuser, but I'm going to marry him anyways. Of course, yes, some women do that. Hello, some women like the red flags. But some women don't know. So I really didn't like that comment I saw there. Just saying, oh, be careful who you marry, you know, because then if you become a trad wife, then you might be stuck with an abuser. Is definitely not how you help women not be stuck in an abusive relationship. That's pretty much bullshit. So, no. Better advice would be what I just told you. If you want to do this trad wife thing, you need to have a backup plan. Absolutely need a backup plan. You need an out. You need a bank account. You need something that he does not have control of, but you have control of. And second point I want to talk about on this trad wife movement is not only financial abuse, but losing yourself. When you are a trad wife, and I'm going to use that term now instead of stay-at-home mom, because I believe stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home moms are not as submissive servant type women. This is what I'm getting from the trad wife movement. Trad wives are more like, you know, I have my husband's slippers out, food on the table. I don't have any decision-making in the household because I am submissive to him. So there's a difference from what I can see, at least in what I've researched on stay-at-home moms. So, and this kind of actually applies to both now that I think about it. When you stay at home or when you're a child wife and you just live for your husband and kids, 
what do you have for you? And this was a big topic in my book that releases in October, by the way. You're not stuck. Um, And it's up for pre-order now, bitches. But that is a heavy theme. It's losing yourself. Because when you lose yourself, it's really hard to get that back. It's hard to get it back. It's hard to get your motivation, your energy back, your dreams back. And you have to have your sense of self to ever overcome a shitty situation. So when you are living as a servant and being submissive and having nothing in your life outside your children and your husband, who are you? And I know a lot of women get offended at that and they're like, well, my life is my children. And that's great. It truly is. But your children are going to grow up and leave one day. And then what? And I strongly relate to this because I still know a lot of women who have nothing in their life except their husbands and their children. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's not a very liberated thing, and it doesn't really feel good because I've been on both sides, okay? So I'm not judging. I'm telling you from both sides how this feels. So say, for instance, I have this other friend. And every time I talk to her, she's a stay-at-home mom. (sighs) The conversation's always about children. And I just want to shake her and be like, what about you? Because I know she's miserable. I know she's miserable. I can tell she has said it, although she's one of those people who's not going to like, you know, talk about it and give me any details. She's very private. And it's easy to get miserable when you don't have anything for yourself. And I firmly believe if she had something for herself and didn't live this, you know, ho-hum life for her children and kids all the time, all the time, 24-7, she wouldn't be so miserable. But I try to talk to her. I'm trying to, like, say, hey, what's going on with you? Well, I took my kids to this pool today, and my kids this, and my husband this, and that was me. I was the one that identified with my husband. I was also, you know, love to be a mom, mom stuff, PTA stuff, blah, blah, blah. But I identified as Mrs. Asshole. We'll just call ex-husband asshole. My, I, I started to adopt that identity of I'm Mrs. Asshole. I was his wife. I wasn't cat. And I see this with other women doing it with their husbands and their children. It's like, I'm so-and-so's mom. And I just want to be like, but who are you? When you lose yourself, then you start feeling miserable. So if you're feeling like bored in life, bored in your marriage, bored in your relationships, and you're like, there's nothing exciting and everything is day to day, taking the kids to sports, taking the kids to school, think about that for a minute and ask yourself, what do you have for just you? Do you have a hobby? Do you have, uh, ever have girls nights or solo vacations or just time alone? And I am not saying grocery shopping is your time alone. You deserve more than that. What do you have for you? Adopting these identities and not having anything for yourself is super, super dangerous. It's super dangerous because you're so easily controlled and manipulated and beaten down And you 
truly believe that this is what you're meant for. And I'm here to tell you, that's not what you're meant for. And that kind of goes back to the trad wife thing, because if you're constantly serving other people, living for your husband and kids, which, which, hey, I live for my husband and kids too, but I still have my own thing, my separate life. I'm not submissive, all right? If you erase yourself, you're going to like fall down into this pit of misery. And when everyone leaves you, because they will leave you, your your children are going to leave you. Your husband, maybe, I don't know, what is the divorce rates? 50-50? So I always say protect yourself. What are you going to have? What are you going to have when everyone's gone? You're not even going to know who you are. And if this is like hitting hard, you probably don't know who you are right now. I mean, can you remember like anything that you're passionate about, what you feel you're here for? Do you have a mission in life outside of being a servant? You have to have something or else you're going to give yourself the excuse that you're stuck. And it's so easy to be stuck when you're serving others because you're too busy to serve yourself. So that's some of my biggest takeaways from the trad wife movement is the financial piece and the losing yourself piece. I don't want to judge women, you know, who want to do what you want to do. If you're happy serving others and all, great. I just say have a backup plan and be realistic about about getting about other women, even if this doesn't apply to you, but about other women possibly getting trapped into abusive relationships because they're taking on this new label of being a trad wife because, hey, everyone wants people to take care of them. But it usually, from what I have seen, a lot of times will backfire on you. So take care of yourself out there. And last but not least, let me tell you a little bit about me, my personal experience real quick. So, you know, I said I was a stay-at-home mom, and I know I've mentioned this before, more of a trad wife now because I was a submissive little bitch because I had to be, (laughs) not because I wanted to be, because I was in an abusive marriage. And I used to have dinner on the table when he came home. I had his slippers out and his robe out. I had like clothes done and laundry done, kid taken care of, house immaculate. And I pretty much did everything he wanted me to do. I was extremely submissive. And I always thought that's what I wanted. I want to stay at home. You know, I was very privileged because I could stay at home. That's a whole nother issue. Come on, man. These trad wives, super privileged to get to do that. Not everyone gets that um, choice. And I would not take my stay-at-home mom days away from me ever again because I did get to spend that time with my children. And I think a lot of women want that as well. Like they want to stay home because they want to raise their kids. We love our children and that's okay. Same, same with me. But when I did that for all those years, I wish I had a backup plan because I was fucked when I realized I got to get a divorce. So life on the other side of being a stay-at-home mom with no, no backup plan at all to a independent woman now, because I am a boss bitch. <laughs> Do you hate that term? Who can take care of herself. I make my own money. I make my own decisions. And I'm happily married to a man who I am not submissive to, except, you know, when we have fun. (laughs) That's another topic. Um, 
Yeah. We have equal decision-making and it's, I mean, I can do what I want. I can do what I want and I feel amazing. And if I'm ever, uh, you know, want to spoil my husband, like tried wives say, they want to spoil their husband. I spoil my husband all the time. But guess what? I ain't submitting to no man ever again because I've been on both sides. And the side that feels the best to me is being able to make my own decisions. Definitely having my own money and doing whatever the fuck I want. Holy shit. Because I can. Because if you're stuck as a trad wife back home and you have no money of your own, you can't. And that sucks. I would never want to be in that position where I had to ask my husband for money again. I do not have to do that. And it is so liberating. We have separate bank accounts, by the way. And that is one of the secrets of a happy happy marriage, (laughs) I do believe. So yeah, I highly recommend a happy medium to this want to stay at home, want to work, a tug of war that a lot of women have as an internal conflict would be have that backup plan or or work from home, which again, talked about back in my financial abuse um, podcast episode. I forget what episode it is, but you can go back and look. Uh, that's a happy medium. So if you're going to play with a fire of giving your whole life up for your husband's control and giving yourself up for your husband and kids, have a backup plan and have something for yourself. That's all I ask because I've been there, done that, and the odds are going to be stacked against you on how that turns out. Because I just looked up the statistic in the U.S., 50% of marriages end in divorce. So protect yourself and don't feel mom guilt or shame for doing that, having your backup plan and having something for yourself. Thank you so much for listening. If you love the show, please leave a rating, a review. And if you know anyone who also might love the show or who could benefit from this information, please be sure to share it and subscribe. The more we get this out to people, the more people we can help. And I truly believe there's so many women who need to hear these words because so many women are feeling stuck. Also, if you're looking for me, you can usually find me on the ground at author Kat Adams and be sure to head over to my website and that's Kat Adams, Adams with a double D's.com. Subscribe to my newsletter for the latest information Also, when you subscribe, you're going to get a free novella. And just be forewarned, my raunchy rom-com is as dirty as my mouth. So if that's your thing, go for it. It's super hilarious. But thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, please stay safe and I'll see you on the other side. 